these are the tips based on my personal experience as a candidate of CCI exams, being a CCI lab proctor, and as a program manager of CCI security track. Hello, and welcome back to the Cisco Learning Network podcast. That voice you just heard was the exam program manager for the newly redesigned and updated CCIE security certification track, Zia Hussein. On this episode, we will be continuing our series on the updated CCIE certifications program by introducing this new version of the CCIE security certification track with a presentation from Zia on the Cisco Learning Network. Zia will walk us through what's included with the CCIE security exam, including the lab format, delivery, scoring, and grading, as well as the blueprint and his own tips for how to best prepare. But first, Zia starts with a quick overview about what's different in this version of the CCIE security certification compared to the previous version, version 5. We have replaced the old V5 version with the V6 with no dedicated CCI written exam as a lab qualification exam. That said, you would still need to pass CCNP security core as a CCI security lab qualification exam, which we call it as S-Core. Another important change is the introduction of design module as a separate dedicated module along with the deploy operate optimize module in short it's called as do module doo that is basically the combination of diagnostic module troubleshooting module and configuration module of previous v5 as far as design module is concerned it is closely related to the do module as a continuous storyline as you will see in the exam so let's talk about the lab format Zia moves next to a slide titled Lab Format that has two columns. The first column is titled Design Module, and the other column is titled Deploy, Operate, Optimize Module. Under Design Module, Zia has indicated the following information. The design module is three hours, includes web-based questions. There is only one way to go through the exam. The allocation of points is not shown. Selective partial marking could occur, and the exam module can be ended at any time. As mentioned earlier, we have two modules in V6. The first module that will be presented to the candidate is the design module, in which we will provide you resources as progressive storyline that you would use to answer the web questions. This is not a hands-on or CLI-based module. You have three hours to complete the module. Once the time is up, the module will be ended by itself. Also, you may end this module at any time and move on to the next module, but that does not mean the time that you saved in design module can be used in do module. In the design module, once you answer the question, you cannot go back and change your response. Also, you will never know how many points a question is worth. Also, there will be some questions in there that allows partial marking based on the selections being made. Even though you have not answered the question thoroughly correctly, you may still get some marks out of it. Once you are done with the design module, it will give you the option to start the do module, deploy, operate, optimize module. You have five hours to complete this module and once the time is up, the module will be ended by itself in this case as well. The module is a combination of CLI and web-based questions, but that said, you will have approximately 95% of the module CLI and 5% of the module web-based question. You will know the points allocation of each and every question in the do module, and you may attempt any question at any time in any sequence. 
and you can also change the response if you would like. There is no partial marking in the Do module for any type of the question, CLI or web-based. Once you end the module, there is no going back. Your exam is over. Now let's talk about the lab delivery. Lab exam is almost completely virtualized when it comes to the Do module. The virtualized environment is ESXi based in which we have uh, VMs separately running for each candidate's pod instance so that all the resources are dedicated at the candidate pod level. There is no interaction between the candidate's resources. We have VMs for infrastructure devices such as CSR1000K, L2 iOS V, Layer 2 Image, and Cisco ASA. We have the VMs of security appliances such as Cisco ICE, Cisco WSA, Cisco ESA, Cisco NGIPS, Cisco FTD, Firepower Threat Defense, Cisco FMC, Firepower Management Console, Fire and Cloud, Wireless LAN Controller. Also, StealthWatch is there as a VM and Cisco DNAC. We also have Windows VMs serving as Active Directory and DNS Server, Management PC, Mail Servers, and Windows Supplicants performing port authentication via campus layer of the lab network. We also have Linux VM to simulate real-time attack streams for the lab, and Candidate can access that particular VM as well. We do have some physical devices such as Cisco CAT switch, Cisco ESAs, Cisco IP phone, and Cisco access point AP, but that is only 5% of the lab setup. Remaining 95% are all virtual devices or the VMs. We do have some physical devices such as Cisco CAT switch, Cisco ASA, but the reason we use the physical devices because there are some features which are not available in the virtual instances of these devices. For example, ESA virtual instance does not support to date multiple contexts, and that means we cannot test on ESA's active active failover and clustering deployments. As for the access of the devices are concerned, we provide core device access via VM serial port console using Telnet protocol that includes routers, switches, and ASAs. We provide security appliances access via HTTPS and SSH protocols from management PC that includes Cisco ICE, Cisco WSA, ESA, FMC, WLC, StealthWatch, and DNAC. We provide Windows machine access via VNC protocol as a remote desktop connection. Linux machines access provided via SSH protocol. All the physical devices are accessible via terminal server using reverse telnet that includes ASA, CAT switch, and AP. Also, I would like to add that both virtual and physical ASAs can be configured using ASDM software, but that is something a candidate needs to set up. That said, we expect candidate to be able to complete all the ASA pertaining tasks using CLI because ASDM is just for facilitation. Now let's talk about the lab scoring. As far as the scoring is concerned, you must first secure the minimum passing score of the design module and the minimum passing score of the do module, deploy, operate, optimize module. And you also need to secure cumulative cut score of the lab exam on top of it to pass the lab. In essence, there are three end operators here that you need to satisfy. Now these minimum scores of the design and do modules and the cumulative cut score of the exam depends solely upon modules difficulty level. Hence, these scores may vary from one module to another. And it is because of the same reason that they are not disclosed to the candidates. Maximum score that you can secure in design is 37 and maximum score in do 
deploy operate optimize module that you can earn 63 which makes the lab total of 100 marks as far as the grading is concerned it is done by an automated process for both design and do modules having said that the grading results are manually verified before being finalized to avoid any corner cases the grading process is provisioned to accommodate any alternate acceptable solution for a CLI-based application or the question. Let's dig a little bit into each and every domain of the Blueprint now. Zia moves next to a new portion of the presentation titled Blueprint version 6.0. Under that is the title of the first domain, Perimeter Security and Intrusion Prevention. On this slide, Zia has indicated that this Blueprint domain constitutes for 20% of the lab exam and that the focused platforms of this domain are Cisco Adaptive Security Appliances, Firepower Threat Defense, Next Generation Intrusion Prevention System, and Firepower Management Center. The probable lab components are listed as bullet points. The first bullet point reads, Access Layer Security Using Firewalls and Translations. The second, Core Distribution Layers High Availability and High Throughput Using Failovers and Clustering. And the third bullet point of the probable lab components list reads campus layer security using traffic inspection. Domain 1, which is parameter security and intrusion prevention, constitutes 20% of the total lab exam. As it says, it's about securing the parameter of the network and preventing the intrusion in the network. As you would have already guessed by the domain name, that it will be heavily focused on Cisco platforms such as Cisco ASA, FTD, NGIPS, and FMC. In the lab, you will be working on the virtual instances of these devices. As I mentioned before, these lab devices will constitute the lab components such as access layer security using firewalls for the remote access and the branch traffic, high availability and throughput provided by failover and clustering features of the firewalls in the core and distribution layers of the network, and finally inspection of traffic from the onboarded Windows machines via network campus layer. The next blueprint domain that Zia covers is titled Secure Connectivity and Segmentation, and he indicates that this blueprint is also 20% of the lab exam. The focused platforms of this domain are Cisco routers, switches, adaptive security appliances, and ISE, or Identity Services Engine. Domain 2 constitutes again 20% of the lab exam. It is about how to provide traffic encryption and traffic segmentation. This domain will be focused on Cisco routers, switches, ASAs, and ICE to design and deploy encryption and segmentation solutions. These lab devices will constitute the lab components such as IPsec and TrustSec implementation to protect the access layer of the network, protecting core distribution and campus layers by traffic filtration and segregation using Cisco TrustSec. This domain builds on domain one. So there will be dependencies that you need to resolve when it comes to traffic flows in the exam. The next blueprint domain that Zia moves to is titled Infrastructure Security, and it is indicated as being about 15% of the overall lab exam. The focuses of this platform include all the platforms for the previous domains, and additionally Cisco Wireless LAN Controller, Access Points, and Digital Network Architecture, or DNA Center. Domain 3 constitutes 15% of the lab exam. That will be all about protecting the network infrastructure. This domain will be focused on Cisco routers, switches, ASAs, access point, wireless LAN controller, ICE, and DNAC. Again, all of them are virtualized. These lab devices will constitute the lab components such as 
but not limited to security policies, orchestration and automation across access core distribution and campus layers of the network. So DNSC will definitely come into the picture here. Protection of data, control and management planes of infrastructure devices across different layers of the network. Deployment of wireless security solutions as per the requirements. And finally, leveraging Cisco's safe model during the design phase of the solution. Labeled as being 25% of the overall lab exam, the fourth domain Zia lists is titled Identity Management, Information Exchange, and Access Control. The focus platforms for this domain include Cisco Switches, AnyConnect, and ISE. Now, domain 4 is a heavyweight domain and expect to see 25% of the lab from this domain. And it mostly deals with various sessions, authentication and authorization, and also building security ecosystem using PX Grid Controller and its subscriptions of devices for security information exchange. It is focused around Cisco routers, Cisco AnyConnect software, and Cisco ICE. ICE is the central piece in this domain. So the more you are comfortable with this product, the better is the chance to secure this domain as well as the lab. These lab devices will constitute the lab components such as, but again, not limited to, onboarding of Windows machines via switch port authentication in the campus layer of the network, remote VPN access solutions using AnyConnect and also clientless SSL VPN using ICE at the internet edge layer of the network. Posture assessment of the onboarded clients and also infrastructure devices profiling using ICE. And finally, ICE integration with external database as well as with other security appliances for the security information. The final blueprint domain is titled Advanced Threat Protection and Content Security, and Zia has indicated that this blueprint is 20% of the lab exam. The focused platforms include Cisco Next Generation Intrusion Prevention System, Firepower Threat Defense and Management Center, FireAmp Cloud, Web and Email Security Appliance, and StealthWatch. Domain 5. This is the last domain of the blueprint, and it again constitutes 20% of the lab exam. And here you will see all the, I would say, cutting edge and bleeding edge technologies in the working. The domain is heavily focused around the Cisco products such as WSA, ESA, NGIPS, Firepower Threat Defense. Firepower Management Console, FMC, StealthWatch, and also Fire and Cloud. These lab devices will constitute lab components such as protecting endpoints using AMP running on the Windows machines, protecting traffic flows across the campus, core and distribution layers using AMP for network, integration of AMP technologies with the Fire and Cloud for visibility, for correlation, and for policy enforcement. Gathering raw data using NetFlow and feeding it to the data analytics tool and finally using data analytics to trigger alerts and remediation action as part of the RTC, which is rapid threat containment. Now we use this percentage distribution of domains to develop the exam form. And that's why we feel it is important to share this information with the community so that they can do focused preparation accordingly. As you can see, pretty much all the domains in the BP blueprint has significant say in the lab formation. And that's why your preparation should be focusing across all the domains, else you will struggle to get the passing score to secure the lab exam. Let's talk about the resources 
First thing that I would recommend is to look at the blueprint and identify the topics in which you are not comfortable or not ready for it as far as the lab is concerned. Once you have identified the topics in each of the five domains of the blueprint, then I would recommend to refer to the learning matrix that is available on the CLN and the link is provided here as well. The learning matrix is the Excel spreadsheet basically that lists various resources for each and every topic of the blueprint, such as links for Cisco documentation, links for Cisco Pressbooks, Cisco live sessions, also webinars are there, and YouTubes as well. Also on the CLN, a link is available that lists all the devices with their software versions uh, that you would expect to see in the lab exam. In the description of this episode, you will be able to find the link Zia mentions that lists these devices as well as other resources he mentions throughout his presentation. Using this information, I would recommend to start creating the labs in a virtualized environment on per task basis that will be modular in nature. With that, I mean they can be coupled with other task modules to create more complex scenarios. In this way, you can start building complex network and really test your skills collectively at a higher cognitive level across the whole blueprint. For instance, build a lab for map port authentication of a Windows machine as a single module, which is representing a blueprint task, then integrate it with another module that will have WCCP implementation, redirection implementation from the same machine to WSA in order to implement any content access policy, which would be another blueprint task and so forth so on. Okay, lab tips. For the big day, the lab exam day, that will make, in my view, huge difference for you. These are the tips based on my personal experience as a candidate of CCI exams, being a CCI lab proctor, and as a program manager of CCI security track. First thing is, please come rested and energized for the lab exam. You have to be at your best game throughout eight hours in that particular day. Very important. Make sure you can access all the devices all the way and report any issues immediately. If you wait for more than a couple of hours, the proctor may or may not assist you. Read the guidelines thoroughly. It has some important rules and restrictions that if you do not follow, may cost you the lab. In the duo module, I would recommend to attempt questions in sequence very important, to secure the dependencies among some of the questions. The reason being, you are awarded marks for the working configuration, not just for the golden configuration. We use console, console access of the devices to grade exam. Therefore, it is absolutely crucial that console access is not changed under any circumstances. If you do change it and leave it as is, you will get zero marks in the question in which that device is involved. And by the way, that device can be involved in multiple questions. Time management is the key in the lab. A question can be a quicksand for you if you are not able to make it work and spending a lot of time on it. I would recommend you to move on and configure rest of the lab and later revisit the same task to see if you can make it work. Last but not the least, before you leave the lab, make sure all the tasks are working as expected. It could be possible while configuring a task, you have broken a previously configured task and you would not even know about it. To hear more from Zia on how to best prepare for the CCIE security track and to explore other certification tracks Cisco has been releasing, please visit the Cisco Learning Network at www.ciscolearningnetwork.com. There you can find pages dedicated to different certification communities and also a vast library of training videos that can help you prepare for your certification journey. 
please subscribe to the Cisco Learning Network podcast so that you can stay up to date on the evolution of Cisco certifications by hearing from the experts that mold these certifications to the ever-changing world of technology. Thanks for listening.